Hello and welcome to Mask Off, a podcast about perspective, life, and deep thought. In today's episode, you'll listen in on a very interesting discussion between two of some of my closest friends from home in Haverhill, Massachusetts, who have very polarized views on the topics that are to be discussed. So please enjoy. Um, do you want to tell us about your Catholicism journey and how long ago um, did you get yeah. into it? So, so basically, uh, my journey started last summer and I just was observing society and I'm disappointed with the direction it's going. And I felt like if I don't, you know, become Catholic, then I'd be, be a hypocrite because yeah, I was lambasting society for being like irreligious and atheist and nihilist. And I was that way for a few years, um, probably from like 2016 till I started getting into, you know, religion and whatnot. So what, I was you started super, about a year ago? Yeah, well, almost a year ago almost now. Almost a year ago now? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, I was just sick of being nihilist, and I decided that Catholicism was the only um, denomination of Christianity that was correct, so I decided that's what I would do. Okay, so what is something that, that you... Correct. That was correct. Yeah. So you mean by correct, so... Can you, you prove it? You mentioned... I can prove it, you yeah. You can prove it. So something earlier... Well, because Christ started the Catholic Church. Okay. So can you... I want you to explain about how you feel about... I'm going to just hit everybody with the straight-up punch that we started with earlier, just so we can hear both sides. have mentioned earlier that he doesn't believe uh, gay people should get married. Well, I didn't mention that, actually. We, we actually... We, we brought, brought it up. It. <laughs> but your sources... Why do you believe that? Because the okay. Bible says that. Because the Bible says that. Okay. Yes. And why do you feel that is wrong? Because I'm gay. Because Kaylin is gay. And I believe in human rights. And she and do you want to explain? I'd say one out of those two points that? were fair. So what is your rebuttal? <laughs> and my rebuttal to that? I mean, I believe in human rights too, so that's my rebuttal. That's your rebuttal? So you don't <laughs> think it's a human right for gay people to get married? Um, well, I think, I guess in a secular society, it doesn't really matter. But in, in my ideal society, I don't think it should be allowed. No. So if you had an ideal society, in my ideal what society, would I, be would I be not there? No, you would be there. It's not like I'm, I want to like deport all gay people or something. So then what do you want to? I don't want to do anything with them. Do with I just them? it would go back to like civil unions, like how it was before um, the Supreme Court passed that bill. So so the, before the Supreme Court passed that bill, like yeah, like civil unions. So in that perfect society, I would be living a life of complete torture because people were that. We would be getting tortured. We wouldn't have like a secret police coming with like electric no, shock but poles. No, back then, that's gay rights were not accepted by society, and gay people lived, uh, you know, in secret. You know, so Kaylin would have to be secret for being gay because if she came out as that way, or the people. What. Well, don't you think people in marriages I wouldn't live in were... Secret. I would live loud and proud, but at the same time, I'd get my ass kicked every time I left the house. Well, I think there should be a... I think, like, 
it sh there should be a, something, you know, there should be a sense of normalcy in terms of like relationships between people because now it's just like this totally ambiguous subject um, where people think that it's like, you can just kind of, with gender too, it's the same thing, but it's like even more egregious when it comes to gender because they'd act like it's this ambiguous, like you can just be whatever you want to be, man. Like, then why can't you? Because it's not true. It's a, like a lie. Why is it a lie? You know, you guys might be a little more familiar with like the LGBT history of it, but in my eyes, like when I was a kid growing up, this it wasn't as promoted in media and society as it is today. Like I didn't even know yeah. what it, it was a thing till five or six years ago. So do you? So do you think as um, you're saying as promoted? So my mm -hmm. question to both of you, and it's kind of interesting because you said promoted through social media, but. So do you think Me yeah, media in general? So if it wasn't so promoted, do you think people wouldn't be coming out? And if I'm gonna people I'll, wouldn't my even second be question to that is if it's being promoted, do you think people are faking it? Yes. Yes, both of you think. I yeah, think I people I'm absolutely not all the way though. Not all the way. Well, I think my my I have like a two part answer to that. So right. I think the first part would be like the. Um, because of the internet and social networking sites, like people have this sort of like addiction to attention, and the best way to get attention is to go online and, and do controversial different. things yeah. and be different. So a lot of people go online and they say they shave half their head and get dreadlocks on one side and dye it pink and get a ring in their nose and get a thousand tattoos, and then they go online and say that they're, you know, a Demi gender, whatever you know, whatever the hell they say, and then you know, obviously it's gonna catch wind with people because it's abnormal, and then it's just a way for them to like get that hit of dopamine through their notifications. That, but at the same time, I also I'm not God. I don't think it's my place to sit there and be like, I I can't read your mind. I can't. I, it's not my place to be like you're wrong. As a human being, mm. I believe it's it's literally not my place to be telling anybody else how to live their life. So, do you think that you can do that? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. You think you can tell people I think, how they should live their life? I think you can tell people that, I think as a Christian, it's, you know, in the Bible, you're supposed to be like an evangelist. You're supposed to like spread the faith. Spread so, the yeah. word of God, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Kaylin, I want to. I don't ask, think that's wrong. So I'm gonna ask. It's Kaylin. not like I go around yeah, yeah. like doing that, but I don't yeah, think yeah. it's wrong. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Kaylin a question, and then I yeah. want to hear your answer after. So, what is the meaning of God to you, Kaylin? The meaning of God, or do you mean what does God mean to you? To me, I think that God. I don't. There's this higher power that everybody talks about, and even if you're not religious, a lot of people that like. A lot of people are agnostic instead of being an atheist, but I think that personally, God is something that I'm also saying this. I can't prove anything. I do not claim to be it's this okay. higher consciousness, but I believe that there is one, but I believe that the higher consciousness is a collective of all human beings together. I think we all have the power to once, I believe we all have the power to have it. I believe we all have the power to someday get there, maybe in a different life or maybe even in the afterlife. But I don't think God is like a separate entity. I think that like it, it's a collection of the rest of humanity. Okay. And Nick, do you want to give us your answer? What is the meaning of God to you? Mm, I don't know. I guess mine's a little more concise. It's like the meaning of God is just like the creator of 
everything okay. that's, and that's every, all that is good yeah the yeah. creator of all, all that, that is, is good, good. Yes. I, I know i love that all that is good so what defines good mm. i mean you know? that's a pretty that's a it's, a, it's hard to it's hard to answer you know yeah, i yeah. mean things that just aren't like negatively affecting other people other people i okay. guess and society in yeah. general so because i think i think a good. lot of people um not to like divert from the question but like a lot of people look at life in this like individualist like i only i'm only going to worry about myself type of way and that's just super um bad for society as a whole and that's it like um it's it like spreads like wildfire throughout society this like individualist nihilist like nothing matters so i'm just gonna um do whatever i want and be like a hedonist and just do anything for that hit of dopamine lifestyle and it's just like perpetuates throughout the entire population and then you know you get a you get a society like we have today that's just super unhealthy and uh yeah, you promotes know, not, mental not cohesive. illness. Yeah, exactly. You think mental illness stems from not believing in something? Do you think mm, partially? Because I, I, you know, people struggle with mental illness, and then they find God, they find Jesus. Mm-hmm. Do you think? I think nihilism. Yeah, nihilism in general is horrible. Even if you don't have a mental illness, like clinically, and you're a nihilist, that's not good yeah. in terms of like, you know, just the way you're living your life. It's just not healthy, in my opinion. Because I was that yeah. way for a while, so yeah. and then you, I understand what it feels like to not to like love nothing, be nothing. It's just it's yeah. sad and pointless. So, so you love nothing, see nothing. So what purpose? Yeah, love nothing, be nothing. Yeah, more of a purpose, believing. In yeah, absolutely, this absolutely, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So how did Kaylin? So you like everybody here has struggled with something. Do you feel like believing in something would give you some sort of purpose, or do you find that there is another way, or? Well, my, my personal view on belief in general is that I believe in something, but I can't quantify what it is by any means. But I also don't think it's completely, like, unattainable by the human. So when I say, like, like I would never, ever, ever look at a religion and be like, I can completely identify and believe everything you say. Because I think once you start to believe something, you're imprisoned by your own mind. If I start to believe that, like, if I look out this window and I start to believe that, like, the sky is white, I could be see. I could convince myself that the sky is white because the, the reflection of the it's of the light, okay, the yeah. reflection of the yeah. cabinets makes it look white, and I can make myself perceive that. So I believe as soon as you start to believe anything, like you're imprisoned by your belief, you can't challenge it anymore because you believe it. Yeah, well, I mean, my response to that would be, like, I think it's, I think, like, religious discipline, like, gives you freedom because it, like, relieves you of this struggle where you're, like, trying to determine what you are and, like, what you want to be and, like, what the universe is. It, like, it relieves you of that. So rather than constantly being stressed out about, like, not even knowing what you are as a human being, it, like, provides an answer. So that's another reason why I kind of started getting into it as well. I can see the drawing religion, but I think that I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. So I Yeah, I hear a lot of people saying that. Yeah, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. So <laughs> I'm I'm not going to be imprisoned by any belief. Like my beliefs can change their dynamic. Like there's nothing you can mm-hmm. say that's like it's anything you say could possibly change my mind because yeah, yeah. the more perspective you have, the more you know. But I also believe that 
once you start to believe in one religion, like it's it can be a good thing for some people because then you have a clear layout of everything. But I don't need a clear layout of everything. I'm so content knowing that there is nothing I can do in this life to ever know what comes next. Mm. Can I ask you yeah, something? Yeah, that's true. Then? You have to be. Yeah. Can I yeah, ask go you ahead. something? So, are you forcing yourself to believe these things, or do you actually truly? You read because you've read some of the Bible, right? Yeah, at this point, right? definitely not. So you're reading the Bible and you're like, "This makes sense. All of this it makes ma- yes, sense. Yes, yes, it is makes perfect. Oh yeah, 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 a hundred percent. Yeah, this at this point, yeah. Like when I first started getting into it, I was a little more like, um, like on the fence. But mm-hmm. now, definitely. So what made you on the fence? Were it was certain- just so new to me. Yeah. Like it was hard to like transition into fully like buying into it i guess yeah. not buying into it but like following you also went from were you, were you an atheist before i was no i wasn't an atheist i was like i'd say i was agnostic i wasn't i was never an atheist though mm-hmm. never yeah, yeah. you're you were an agnostic yeah 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 but being in believing in something like you feel fulfilled you feel purposeful yeah but, a lot more than i did but what's interesting to me is the way you say things are you articulate it in such a good way to explain yeah, how you. you truly believe in something? I try to. Yeah. Something I really admire about you. Is, oh, perspective is everything. That is what mm-hmm. this podcast that is, definitely true. is about. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's interesting to me because a lot of people struggle in life when they really get into these deep dimensional thoughts. And you do, you need to be very intelligent to really like. And I know you do because we used to have crazy mm-hmm. conversations. About yeah, I remember. Deep dimensional out of out of the space like mm-hmm. out of this atmosphere yeah you, need, you definitely need to be a thinker but you have two ways of looking at the outcome of being this kind of thinker either okay like now you look at it like oh i don't have a purpose how do i fit into all this all of this is pointless because there is so much there is what is what is the purpose of doing this what direction do i and i think both of you struggle Mm -hmm. with that especially yeah both of you struggle with purpose yeah yeah 100 percent. so do you think a lot of people a strong personal struggle so you found religion to help you define your purpose Mm -hmm. what do you think your purpose is as a catholic as a catholic yeah um good question well i guess ultimately like right now it's different than down the road because i'm so young but like ultimately to like multiply and raise a family of like good Aww. people and yeah. good catholics i guess hopefully family. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah ultimately yeah that's definitely the you know that in my view that's the point of being alive essentially is to like reproduce and have a good family so yeah that's my goal yeah yeah i think As a catholic. that i think that like when i look at my purpose now i used to look at the idea of purpose in the first place and be like i need to have one like i have there has to be something that like I need to be working towards this ultimate goal all the time. But now mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I don't even look at it like that anymore. Like I don't even view my life as like having an ultimate purpose. I mean, if I were to speak generally of human beings, I think one of the ultimate purposes purposes is to explore your own consciousness and to get as much as you can from it because I believe that that's something that if there's one thing you're here to do, it's to know as much as you can about yourself. And you can just keep learning and learning and learning from yourself. But besides that, like, I'm going to nursing school, but that's not my purpose. Like, that's one of them. But, like, I got plenty. Yeah, yeah, it's like a culmination of things. I just keep working towards different things because I don't think there's an ultimate purpose anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think that when I die, 
things will become clear and I'll know what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. Or maybe they won't. Maybe it's nothing. But there's nothing I can do in this lifetime. Nobody has ever done it in this lifetime where they've been able to transcend to a point where they can ultimately speak to this God and ask him what the point is. Him. What? (laughs) (laughs) See, my definition is, I don't know if I have, I don't know what my purpose is, but how I look at it, because I, I understand why both of you struggle so much in like life to really find your purpose, to really be doing something that is fulfilling and makes you Mm. happy. And society puts these pressures on you. What are you going to do after high school? You're going to college. Next purpose. Mm -hmm. Next purpose. Go to go to college. Get a nine to five job. That's another consequence of like the industrialization of society. Yeah, that's a you know that's an entire other discussion. No, but you're right. (laughs) No, but that's interesting. (laughs) The industrialization of society, but it's like, don't look at it. Why not just rather than treat life as let me find my purpose? Why not treat life like? Can I be as happy for as many can I moments just do, as I can? Just do whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. that makes whatever makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. Because well, yeah, go ahead. okay, so yeah, that's the thing. I think a lot of people, especially young people, are living their lives that way, and it's like leading to them actually being gay. very unhappy. No, no, not gay. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe, shit. but um, maybe, <laughs> but um. Maybe. <laughs> no, but like it's leading to a lot of people actually in turn being unhappy because like this hedonist like chasing that dopamine rush lifestyle is like if you base your life around that it's just it's like not gonna work out well for you okay well let me speak on that so that's different you're talking about social media you're well, talking about just trends. in general you're talking about being i'm talking about popular. like yeah like drug wise yeah yeah um, okay just in general that's things addiction like that. yeah yeah so that's like promiscuous sex that that too yeah, same yeah, yeah. thing so i think that's not what i mean by just being happy yeah so like you should define what your goal is and what you truly believe to be able to obtain that goal mm-hmm. and something to me personally like religion might constrict me of that because as a woman and Catholicism, my purpose is to be a home mother and raise a family and have kids. But what if I don't want to have kids? I feel like I have to like raise my hand. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's raising his hand, everybody. Yeah. Go for okay, it. So, um, yeah. Okay, so like I was saying earlier, because I think we got off topic. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to hear I about this. this. So, yeah, yeah. so if the mother and father, because at this point in our current economy... Like, both my mom and dad had to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm assuming both of your parents work, mm-hmm. like, to some capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who's going to be raising the kids? The state? Actually, Are we going to leave that to the state? I mom until I was 16. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah, like, I did. My, ma- my mom was yeah. always... Like, when we were, you know... Like, she was on, like... She raised us for, like, a few months or whatever when we were born. But ever since then, she's been working. So, like, I... Uh, luckily, I was able to go to my aunt's house. But, like... Most kids just get raised by the state, and I don't think that's a very good idea, especially considering the state is shitty at basically everything they do. So. <laughs> um, that was a good point. Yeah, well, here's mine, is that we're okay. sitting here, I was raised by, uh, by my mom. Like, she was home when I came home from school, and she cooked for me, and she cleaned for me, all this stuff. Do you think you and I were raised to be, am I better than you? Am I happier mm, than you? I think... 
well i mean it's like super i mean it's it's different it's different for each family. yeah i was gonna, it's not like my mom was like why. never around like she was home um yeah but i was raised by yeah this ideal i definitely didn't have a stay yeah i think definitely your, your situation was more ideal like i would trade situations with you yeah because i i think that's how like most i, I don't think well, honestly i think I women should have you. a job you know like a, you know you think in some, in some, to some, yeah, like I, <laughs> I think like women should be able to become like, you know, certain things. But I think primarily, especially, uh, okay, I no, want yeah, to I think their primary, I think a woman's primary role in society should be to be a homemaker, thousand percent. Okay, okay, so what? I'll put it that I, way. I want to rebuttal you, but please let me rebuttal. Oh, please do Okay, it. so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not arguing with you, but how I look at it is why can't it be the father that is at home? Because you said a stay-at-home parent. Mm -hmm. So why can't, my, why can't my husband stay at home while I go yeah. out and make the million millions of dollars? Because I think biologically women are more inclined to be oh, like... They're just better at taking care of children. They're more, they're like the motherly love. It's totally different. It's not the same thing. As, and I uh, do agree with that. It's not the same thing as what it, it's like. Mothers and fathers have two completely different roles in a child's yeah. life. Like the the father is supposed to provide, be a disciplinarian. You know, he's st still a shoulder to cry on, but ultimately is a provider and a disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. And the mother is the one that's supposed to, you know, coddle and comfort the child. It's like they, there's two separate roles that these the genders are supposed to fill and it's like if you switch them mm -hmm. it just adds a completely different dynamic to the child's life yeah, and it's gonna yeah. they're gonna be raised totally differently yeah and you know so, whether that's a good or a bad thing is you know totally yeah, yeah. up to interpretation but in my opinion i think that's it should opinion. be yeah, yeah. they should be filled you know by whatever the natural inclination is so statistically yeah it's just statistically you can look it up on your phone everybody can look it up on their phone women <laughs> leaders have been proven to be more effective and have bettered their countries. How was that measured, though? Um, through war started, through poverty levels, through unemployment, through like education. Okay. Don't you think over time, women have more oh, yeah. masculine tendencies and men have more feminine yeah. tendencies? And that's why they're, yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest, more, I think there's more homosexuality is more prevalent. Pause, pause, pause. So recently, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear, okay, yes. Sorry, sorry. I'm really no, sorry for the joke right there, but they actually discovered that homosexuality has an evolutionary presence and purpose because there's no guarantee that you're going to be born with another girl. So gay men took that role on. It's because of their increased femininity. You see? There's no so, guarantee you're going to be born with a male. That's why the, oh. the lesbians would take that on. And yeah. shit. This and that is, has an evolutionary purpose. Well, you can't guess. this is a fact. This is a fact, by the way. So the question is, do I think evolutionarily, like, men are becoming more like women and women are becoming more like men? Or not even more like men, more just, like, feminine and masculine yeah, yeah. tendencies. I feel like it's more I don't know. I think um, it's being, I think since it's being promoted, I think, well, you know, this is going to ruffle a little it's feathers okay. here. That's okay. But you I think the, the, ready. the feminist <laughs> movement, especially the, the modern feminist movement, has, like, taken women and, like, it injected them into roles that men generally tend to fill and, like, turned them into inferior versions of what the men who tend to fill the roles... Can are. you provide an example of these? Okay, roles? like the military, for an example. That's the best example I can probably give is the military. So I shouldn't join the military? No. Why? 
Because I think it should only be men. So you think if I were to join the military, I'm also... (laughs) You're funny. You think if I were to join the military... Yeah. Why shouldn't I do that? Because that's... It's just not right. Like, throughout history, it's not... It's never been the case. Except for, like... There's a few examples in, like, Scotland where there were, like, women fighting against, like, England or whatever, but... Um, I just Vikings? think men have a more yeah, natural... What about the Vikings? The Vikings? Yeah, yeah that's another Irish. anecdotal situation. But it's like... They treated speaking, women and men very similarly and allowed women to fight. And the woman fighters tended to be the better fighters. Explain that to me. Well, I don't know if that's true. True. Google. True. Google I will it. Google that. Google but, um, no, I just think men... I mean, it's just like... Like <laughs> I said, I just think men and women have certain biological inclinations. And men tend to be more inclined to fight in war than women. Generally speaking, I'm not saying that, like, every female alive is, like, incapable of fighting in war. You just said I'm I just should saying, the military. Well, because, like, I don't, I'm not, like, when you, <laughs> when you say that... <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. But, like, I'm just, like, when I, any, anything I say isn't, like, directed at any individual. It's just, like, yeah, in it, terms because of, I know ge- it wasn't in generalization. Because I know it wasn't directed at me and it was directed at women, you just mm-hmm. said I shouldn't join the military. So you, yeah, I was like referring to women. Just said that women shouldn't join the military. No, I'm saying that like directly. Said- the way I'll explain that to you is, you can take cases like that, uh-huh. like on a person-to-person basis, and say, "Well, this person wouldn't be as good of a leader as this person." But in terms of, if we're speaking in terms of gen- in terms of the general population. If you take a, like a sample of the general population and compare them in terms of men and women and like their ability to lead, I'm not, I don't think the ratio would be that even. Like as even as you're trying to make. Yeah, it out but to you be. don't know that because women just started being able to speak out and have rights legally. You know, legally, you know, I am so lucky to have been able to run for class president and get it because it has always typically been men. Yeah, yeah. Right? I was I a am, sixth grade class president, just, yes. so, you, just oh, so you know. She was a senior class president. This time. Yeah. This time. Well, then, here's my question to you. How come there's never been, like, an uprising of women that's, like, taken over a government and, like, had their own, like, Because the legislation? world would cease to exist. Okay, I can well, answer that question. Well, because women would destroy and the I can, world? No, I can answer the saying? question. We have two parts. No, nobody be able no. to do anything <laughs> No, no, I can answer it. Yeah, yeah. Three things. A, women tend to be less violent. True. We are peacemakers. That's why we're the mothers. That's why we care for the kids despite whatever. Yeah, that's women why. We're the ones that visit their sons in jail after raping a woman. Yeah, that's a, a little disturbing, but it is disturbing. <laughs> I guess if I was a mother, I'd women probably have say always, what's up. Women have always been women have always been the dependent, submissive role based on the mm. Christian society and biology. So it's very hard for a woman to do anything when they and women women have also the right get pregnant. To buy land. Okay, you say don't have the right to buy land or a house. I'm not done. Third, <laughs> she's because not done. You're kid. right. Men are stronger. Yeah, yeah. But that's why they're more violent. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that's a you punch a wall, I cry. So that goes back to my military question. But that's the so why should women be able to join the military? Because we're smarter with the dis- we're we're tact we're we're tact 
Do you need nurses in the military? Well, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> Women can fill certain roles in the military. But so you it, think if I was a nurse in the military, that is all I in, would do? In terms of combat roles, I think that should you be You think that if any that. girl went out there as a nurse in the military, you think the only thing she would be doing is tending to patients? No, I'm just... You don't think she's out there murdering just as many people as you would? And she no, well, that's... Okay, well, if that's, a, if, that's a com- if that's a combat role, then it should be a man, but... Like military like engineers and mechanics and stuff like that like okay whatever like women can do that but so you're saying women can be in the military yeah but not, not in a combat but, role okay that, right. that, I, I, and that's been my okay. position for a Did while God i should have clarified that earlier he didn't tell me that personally but Who my observations of society and gender and biology have told me that <laughs> i've told myself that it's just obvious if you two started trying to fight me right now, I'm just saying, I don't know how that would turn out for both of you. Are you, are you I'm kidding just me? Saying, you know what? I mean, there's me. definitely some smart women out there. 100%. Like some? Ayn Rand. Yeah. There's a lot of... I th- I'd say the concentration of intelligent women is higher than men. I'll admit that. Okay, so... Wait. Wait. Yeah. Uh, so if you're saying that, why shouldn't women lead a country? Because they think with too much emotion. I'm going to have to just... <laughs> Um, and you face. know my um my primary so source for that is is yeah. Emily Shaw. Yeah, yeah. Because of like there's I'm only using her as an example because she is my best friend and I know her. Mm-hmm. And me and Emily compared like we I use emotion more than she does. But yeah. I know that if I had to make a decision based on the entirety of the American people, that is something I can put away. I know it because I've had to all the time. Well, this is the thing. I I haven't been in that position yet. Like, this is the. But I've been in positions where I've had to put emotions away. Okay. Like, the. the, How do I explain this? So, like, the pool of men, it goes like this it's like retarded men down here. And then there's like some people who aren't stupid. That's like most people. And then there's like some who are really smart. And then for women, it's like some are kind of dumb, some are like really smart but none of them are like einstein level smart you know what i mean like, wait wait wait, wait. So there's a difference cure like there's wait, wait, less wait, wait. of a uh, wait, there's a difference between einstein and napoleon bonaparte so explain me the difference because einstein is academical i'm also yeah. just offended that i know i'm offended that too. was that it's just an observation well, i've made because like let's look at andrew so yeah, yeah. Marie Curie. Anyways, well, she was smart, I, but... I know, so, like, you're saying women don't have the potential to be as brilliant as Rockefeller or Carnegie or Bonaparte. Not in that way, I guess. Okay. I don't know, have you ever seen a female, like, general know, that's as notorious as Napoleon? Because sexism exists and persists. Okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> she was 15 years old, and she is biblical, so... Yeah, you got also, me there. You know, she was one there. of the best women generals. All right. Any culture that's... Nope. Stop yelling. In history, <laughs> indigenous cultures, indigenous to wherever, I don't know. Most of them are led by women. Wait, no, what I is... Say, I won't what say is? fully led by women... Decision making a lot. Decision of making. Women. women are held. Well, to what? The how powerful are these, are these women countries? Historically, have been held to the standard of divinity. Yeah. Like, the, like Ace. the Virgin Mary is a beautiful example. True. Of and she's a, <laughs> a divine creature. And some cultures have taken this and been like, sex. she should do nothing True. else. This divine creature should do nothing else except sit in the house. 
some kind oh i don't know about that i'm not like freaking listen if you're expecting to, if i if we were married and you're expecting to get your fucking laundry done you do <laughs> come on come on no. not even the laundry no 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 wait come on. actually that's a question i do if you are married are you yeah. doing your own laundry We'll see. I mean, it depends on what on what my wife's willing well, to do. Here. Well, same here. We'll see for me. I'm gonna have my husband do it for me. If you are a human, I think I think laundry be doing your own laundry. I think laundry yeah. will like trade off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as yeah, I was it'll be like. I thought you were gonna. But say I think no. like I won't be cooking though. I won't be cooking. Oh. Let me see. True. Oh, won't be cooking occasionally. I shit. I I, I literally can't. She cook. can't cook for shit. I can't either. That's right. the main reason so I won't I be. Wife, no. <laughs> yes. But also, yeah, I I won't be cooking though. I'll be too busy on the grind. I'll be too busy. But on I'm the too grind. busy on the grind, and I'm cooking. I'm too busy on the grind, and I'm probably cooking anyway. Well, if you guys have kids, then uh, I'm having kids too. Are you gonna get? Uh, then don't send them to daycare. You gotta stay home. I'll have enough home. grinded money where I can have someone else do my job, and maybe have I'll- a nanny. No, no, have someone I do am. her job. Oh, pay someone else to do it. Because if yeah, I'm CEO, yeah, yeah. Fortune if I'm CEO, my COO can take care of the business stuff, and I can just make the very important decisions, right? And then spend time with my kids' first five years of life, right? There we go, and that for- is a powerful woman right there, Emily Elizabeth Shaw. Sorry, when I, when so I room kids, for you. When I have kids, <laughs> the one thing I have to say, uh, future husband or wife, if you're listening. You need to stop I voice. will absolutely not <laughs> be giving up my entire fucking career for somebody else. This is her. You you say like oh in terms of religion like I'm against gay lifestyle. Yeah. But like I wouldn't want my you, kids to be doing that. Why? Because it's not what I believe in. Like that it's just it's not I do not believe. So you rather it. shame like your child? They tell you. Also, I do want to mention that yeah. when I realized I was not straight, yeah. I was in like sixth grade. So yeah, you yeah. Know I wasn't making that shit up. I was also nah, the yeah. gay kid I met. So I'm not making that shit up. You'll admit that. Yeah, I'll admit that. Yeah, of course. So where did it come from? I don't know. I have no idea. So then I don't have an answer to If it wasn't in God's, I do not know. But all I know is that it's not the intention. It's not God's intention. And that concludes the end of this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed.